Jaguars.com training camp coverage. J.P. Shadrick with CBS Sports senior writer, and I do mean senior writer. Okay, J.P. Pete Prisco. Already? Good afternoon. Season hasn't even really started yet. You I know. You're already getting me crap. One day in camp. That's all right. I'm glad you brought your shine box today, Yeah, too. I had to stand on that thing. <laughs> Makes me tall. Hey, when you interview a quarterback who's 6'6", it's hard to get the mic up that high. Well, let's get right into it. You got with a quarterback after practice today, and uh, hey, it's year two in this scheme for him. He's got weapons all over the field. What did you think of Trevor? He had a good practice today. I mean, they lit it up. Late in the practice, he threw an interception, but for the most of the practice, he lit it up. I think he's going to have a big year. I've already picked him to be the MVP. I picked him, I picked him to be the MVP of the league, and I, I think he's going to have a special season. I told him today, 4,800 passing yards between 35 and 37 touchdowns. And, and this team has a legitimate chance to be the number one seed in the AFC. I'm not necessarily saying they're going to be the best team in the AFC, but because of the division – they're going to play four games against rookie quarterbacks, maybe five or six, depending on if Will Levis somehow ends up being a quarterback in Tennessee. Yep. They get a rookie quarterback against Carolina. They get a quarterback who hasn't played much in Atlanta. I mean, it's favorable. The schedule is favorable. They get Buffalo, not at Buffalo. Dumb. They get him in London. Big. So I think the schedule is favorable to get them to 12 or 13 wins. And if that happens and he puts up the numbers I think he's going to put up, he's going to end up being the MVP. Weapons all over the field. We know what Kirk and Zay Jones did last year. Uh, you add Ridley to that mix, who's uber-motivated, I think, to prove a point and get back that he's among those elite receivers in the NFL. You can argue where in that stratosphere he could be if he's healthy. But we'll find out, I think, this year. I think we're finding out early. He can certainly hang in that, in that field. Yeah, I, I don't think there's any question. You know, Is he Justin Jefferson, Jamar Chase in that class? We don't know that, but probably not. But he might be right, right there with you know those AJ Browns and Diggs and what they meant to their team. Look at AJ Brown with the Eagles. Look what he did for Jalen Hurts. Stephon Diggs went to the Bills and look what he did for Josh Allen. So I think if you look at it from that standpoint, I think it's a great acquisition. It's one of the best acquisitions of the entire offseason. It wasn't the offseason, but they got him last year. But it really is the offseason because he wasn't eligible uh, to be reinstated. So it's a great move. He was close to being a one receiver in his last year in Atlanta. And now I think he can be that guy. And he's going to open up everybody else. I mean, it's going to be a hard offense to cover. How do you cover the receivers? And then if you put seven in the box, they're going to run the ball on you. they got running backs. Right. You have, And not only that, you have Evan Ingram catch the ball as a tight end. You have so many different weapons. You can use a bunch of different plays for Agnew to get him the football and get creative with that. ETN's going to be a better runner this year than he was a year ago. Mm -hmm. We started seeing that late in the season. He can catch the ball out of the backfield. Short yardage was a problem last year. they got to be better. I think one of the things that will make them better will be Fortner getting stronger. You know, Fortner was still in the SEC last year. He'd get on a guy, and even in the SEC, as good as it is, if you get on a guy and you don't hold your block, your guy's not going to make the play. In the NFL, if you get on a guy and you don't hold your block, he's making the play. So I think that's where his strength will be better. I think Sheriff being healthy will make him even better. Uh, you know, there's concerns up there. No question about it. What do you do when, when Cam Robinson comes back off the list? Sure. What if Walker Little's playing really well at left tackle? He's it's probably, a good problem to have, though. He's probably the future left tackle, so you got to make a decision there. And then the right tackle's a rookie. You never know with those guys, although he has looked good so far. Pete Prisco with the CBS Sports. All right, defensively, this team was near the bottom quarter of the league in total defense, pass defense, but they were opportunistic. They took the ball away a bunch. 
it's not like they went out and brought in a bunch of new faces. There's a lot of the same faces. They're counting on development of some of these key pieces, certainly the first-round picks. I talked to Devin Lloyd today. His head seems clear. He's a little bit stronger. He understands the rigors of what it takes in the NFL, and some of the noise from the outside, I think, got to him last year. Uh, and then a guy like Trayvon Walker, where's his best spot? I think those answers will come sooner rather than later, and that's really the big difference on defense. The personnel is pretty much the same. But that's what everybody discounts when they look at teams, and the good teams specifically, is when you look at the good teams, who's going to take the leap from year one to year two? Who's taking the leap from year two to year three? You mentioned guys taking the leap from year one to year two. I think Lloyd will. Uh, his head was, like you said, his head was spinning last year. Mm-hmm. You can see it on tape. Every every time he's trying to get lined up, he gets Aluakon to line him up, which in, in, in turn hurt Aluakon. So I think he'll be better. I think Cisco will take a leap. Mm-hmm. He's going to be better. He's stronger. Yeah, he's yeah. going to be a better player. Um, you look at Tyson Campbell, as good as he was last year, he'll be even better. So that's what people don't look at is how guys develop. Walker has to be a big-time player. Pass rusher. Has to be. They can rush him more inside. I think he can beat the guard inside, so I think he might go in there some. But he's, from what, you know, talking to Doug Peterson after practice, he says the offensive linemen are raving about the moves he's learned in the offseason. That's what he had to do. We talked about it every Monday, JP. Mm -hmm. He runs right into the the center of the tackle. Not anymore. 12-win team? It should be. If they don't, let's put it this way. In my mind, if they don't win 12 wins, it's a fail. A fail. Fail. That means they're in the playoffs, though. Correct. Still. If they win eleven, if well, maybe eleven gets you in. But I think they want the, they got to. It's a fail at eleven. You got to seek higher ground. This is a number one seed. This team needs to be playing, getting the buy, and playing with the number one seed. And I think it's it, there's possible. The schedule's favorable. Kansas City in week two is a bonus for you. Buffalo in London's a bonus for you. You normally wouldn't get those. Those are those are games that you have to find a way to win. And if you find a way to win those games with the way the rest of the schedule is, I think they're going to end up with the number one team. Now, there's always this, though. They learned how to win last year. They learned how to win close games. They learned how to win playoff game. They learned how to win big games. Some of these teams, like everybody's anointing the Jets already, they haven't learned how to do it yet. So that's a big advantage for them. But now comes the tough part is keeping the edge to do that again. And I think it's sustainable because of the quarterback. Whenever you have that guy, it's sustainable. Pete, we're looking forward to Jaguars Happy Hour Monday. It debuts for the season. Hopefully I can call in because I'm not going to be on the first one. Yeah, that's a week from today. Yeah, next Monday. So you're going to call in. I'm going to try to. training camp. You're yeah, I'm in Green Bay. On. I'm in Green Bay. But you after a, that, smooth sailing. You have a full-time job. I get yeah, it. Yeah, after that, smooth sailing. And we're looking forward to that. Wait, Baselli was here at practice today. Didn't want to stick around for some reason. I well, don't he know. wants pads. He can't wait till tomorrow. Oh, yeah. You know how he is. I got to see him in pads. <laughs> 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 I love that. Uh, looking forward to that next week. Uh, Pete, thanks for the time. You got it. Pete Prisco, CBS Sports at Jaguars Training Camp.